Hi, Jill. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Oh, I'm a little frazzled right now. Why are you so frazzled? Oh, because I tried to record from my back deck, but it was too loud. And I'm all sweaty because I just rode my bike to get ice cream. How's it going, your uh, e-bike? It's good. I didn't I didn't use it that much because, I, you know, I'm not trying to be that much of a lazy asshole. Oh, we're drinking wine, are we? Nighttime. Night pod, guys. Got to get this recorded and up in less than four hours. So we got to, no mistakes today, Jill. You know, all, all those big edits, all those racist rants I usually have to take out of yours. Okay, so your <laughs> yeah. bike. Yeah, no, so it's good. I like it. I I locked it up outside the ice cream place. There was, because there's a lot of people there. I'm like, no one better steal this bike. This is $800. Electric bikes sponsor the pod. <laughs> And then as I was locking it to this little like fence, it fell over and immediately like almost hit a car. But thankfully, it was just like the side of the right handlebar, which is like all rubber. So it wouldn't, you know, have made a big mark. But but then my ice cream is a little too warm from the bike ride home. So it's in the freezer right now, cooling down. Wow. And that's that was my big evening. Good for you. How are you? I'm good. I'm just tired, you know. Yeah, baby's a little under the weather, but hopefully she'll sleep it off. You look nice. Your camera looks so clear. You look pretty. Thank you so much. Happy Fourth of July. Gives a shit. How was your fourth, Ryan? It was fine. Okay, I saw Um, you. (laughs) Hot take. Yeah. Do we need fireworks? No. Yeah, I mean, with did you see this thing also that said Boston spends three million dollars on the fireworks show? That's my tax money. I know. Let's give it to like schools and like homeless people. Yeah. Yeah. It's so dumb. And then people last night, Jill, on Revere Beach were doing them like illegally. And they weren't like big fireworks in the sky. They would just go up like a little bit and then boom, right next to my window at like 1130. I'm trying to go to bed early because I have a big girl job today. Me and my dog are sleeping. He doesn't even care. But yeah, the baby didn't like it. No, the baby didn't care at all. Gizmo had to freak out. People on our block were doing it. But, like, yeah. I get when you're, like, 19, you're with your boyfriend, you're looking out on the fireworks. It's your beautiful. boyfriend? You know what I'm saying? But now yeah. with babies and dogs, no. Yeah, I like it. No, thank you. We're done. And I'm sure, what are the positives of them besides, like, they, little kids are like, ooh. Like, they probably That's... cross pollution, debris. Yeah. They could light shit on fire. Yeah, your yep. pets run away and get scared, lest we forget Allie Raceman's dog in the seaport that year. Oh, God, that was terrible. You know, yeah, it's just stupid. And they're illegal. All the cops are on Revere Beach last night, I'm sure, like, citing people and looking for them. It's stupid. Yeah, not worth it. All right, continuing on a negative note, biggest story <laughs> of the week that we got to start with. We got to start with. It's on both of our top stories. Well, yeah, because I, I I don't care that much GBH as much as everyone else seems to. But uh, tell tell the world, Jill, tell them the news that they already know. Okay, so real, it came out unverified. We don't know where this story came. That Real House of Beverly Hills star, but it was on PeopleMagazine.com from a, a source. So and usually that's pretty accurate. Kyle Richards and her husband Mauricio Umansky, been together for twenty seven years, have multiple children seem like the greatest perfect couple on reality television are separating. That news came out July 3rd. 
Um, uh, that sounds right. I was waving at Clark, not at you. Oh, yeah. And so that news comes out July 3rd. We're all like, mm, we talked about this like last week on the pod. We've all yeah. been like texting each other, like speculating. speculating. Can you hear me, Jill? Yeah. Okay. We felt like this could happen, blah, blah, blah. The next day, Kyle and Mauricio po- post the same statement. Classic. To their social media saying, we're not divorcing, whatever storyline that is is not true they didn't say they're not separating but they said they're not divorcing and yeah this is and, and to be fair the article that i read on people just said that they were separated it, every it never... article said separate every yeah. article said, yeah so yeah. i don't know what divorce came in mm-hmm. but they're saying we're not divorcing but this has been the hardest year of our marriage we yeah. know we're public people but you know give us some private space yeah so thoughts just confirming what we were speculating well, I want to give myself a big pat on the back because in our last pod, three of the things I hit were, I bet that, you know, they probably haven't maybe had an emotional relationship for a while, but I bet they're living together still and like have a companionship. And that kind of seems to be the case because they even said in the thing that they're living together, I think, still and like figuring out this time. Oh, make that clearer. They said in the thing. On their Instagram post or oh, in the okay. in the people, maybe it was in the people thing that the source said, but and I mean, I'm sure just for safety and stuff. Yeah, they would want to live together for now and they have a huge house anyway, so they probably never see each other. I do think something's going on with this Morgan Wade. Like I said, it might not be physical. It could just be emotional. It could be, you know, just a a deep friendship between two females. Wink, wink. But, um, you know, I don't know. I get why well, it's sad, but it's like we don't know these people i mean i get invested in people i don't know so who i'm you know i'm i'm not one to talk but like um i don't know they could be have been divorced for 10 years for all we know like we don't know you know what i mean right it's sad i don't get why everyone's so upset because i think they'll still be in each other's lives hopefully it won't get ugly there seems like no beef i'm sure they have a crazy prenup if they do get divorced i don't know they've been married almost 30 years none of them had Does money he, 30 years did ago. he ever he adopt so her first money. kid no, I don't think so because her dad is still with us, and and I mean she's a full ass adult now. It's not yeah. like he would need to be like a guardian over her. But I was just yeah. curious. My question is: Do you think they felt compelled to release something because of all the speculation, or like something was going to come out? Or at first, I just thought it was because I bet a lot of articles were saying divorced, and they wanted to clarify like we are not getting divorced for whatever reason. You know, like this is a separation. But then the thing I sent you girls today, which, again, it was just a post on Twitter, so it's probably not even true. But allegedly a source near Kyle, this is a full on rumor speculation, like this isn't even a real source, said that they're, you know, they're still trying to work things through and like they're already kind of regretting that it's public because I think they're still trying to figure it out. And who knows, maybe it was leaked, maybe I'm sure it wasn't. Right. I'm sure, yeah, like you know. did one of them say like to their publicists like tell people we're separating and then that's went out of control to divorce so they felt they needed to make a statement i don't know because as you and our sister caitlin pointed out like they probably said okay release it the day before july 4th so that'll you know hopefully people will care although it's very slow news week usually around this time in the popular culture world so maybe not the best idea not this obviously right now is like the top story on the good and, not great agenda rundown and my other question was i know how upset bravo producers and andy cohen get when you 
housewives don't share what's going on in their lives while they're filming and then stuff comes out after they're filming and they don't have a chance to like respond to it. I wonder if either a, we're going to get all of this on the show and it's been kept secret. And now that they've stopped filming, people are talking or B they didn't want to talk about it the whole time they were filming. And now that they stopped filming, they are releasing a statement. Did you, did they already film this whole season? Allegedly filming is wrapped. Oh, I thought they were filming right now and it was going to be part of the show. I, I think it has to be now. But do you think yeah. Andy makes, you know, concessions for his faves? Kyle's always been one of his faves. Yes and no. I'm sure he would make concessions for this because she's been a part of it for so long. She's literally shown so much. Like Probably like four noses ago, you know? Yeah, and like intense breakups with her sisters and not talking and revealing family secrets about alcoholism and you know so yeah i feel like she's given enough for him but Mm -hmm. yeah i i don't know i'm sure it's going to be a storyline during the season after the season watching the season do we have the confirmed who's on this season is it just everyone minus rena or uh, diana's not back is she diana i don't think is back yeah i saw a clip of her the other day on instagram and i was like remember her I feel like there was a new person, but now I can't remember. Maybe, but it's Garcelle, Crystal, Sutton. Dorit, Crystal, Garcelle, Kyle, Sutton, Shrek, Erica Jane. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I hope they, you know, they do whatever makes them happy. Okay. What do you hope? No, I don't care. I'm like you all. I really don't care. You do care. It was top on your list. Just because I knew the, the people would want us to talk about it. And who am I but not one to please our, our massive fan base. Okay, Raquel, you people pleaser. I know. Who else was saying they were people pleaser the other day? And someone was like, that's kind of an insult. Oh, it was on Temptation Island, which, you know, whatever you don't watch. So I don't. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go next and just wrap up our Bravo. Um, So each week I'm wrapping, running through another season of Vanderpump Rules, finished season five today, did the the reunion part this morning and part this tonight. Um, What do I, so Tom and Katie got married. The whole kind of focus of the season was was them like fighting with each other. And it's just like (laughs) insane, like watching this knowing now i kind of like knowing now what i know i'm sure if i had watched this at the time in 2016 in trump's america i would have been like yeah katie is bad and tom's nice not at all i am so like on her side and think he is such an immature idiot she's not perfect she gets drunk and texts mean things you know who's done that uh me so (laughs) it's fine but like you know i don't know it's just like anytime they get in a fight he's just like well you were wasted you were wasted and and he she he doesn't even listen to her and just no. goes and and he does continuously just no matter what the who she's arguing with even if she's right he'll take the other person's side and then be like well i'm just trying to keep the peace it's like that girl said that your wife's a fat bitch and he's like but she has some redeeming qualities i'm sure she does but maybe now's not the time like talk about it later also everyone took takes tom's side too in meaning like oh tequila katie tequila katie tequila yeah. katie yeah and he gets wasted too and is always just like you're a bitch even when he they're sober he's like you're a bitch i mean i i never would have married him katie you know no whatever I, and obviously sure, it didn't work out yeah. but hindsight's 2020 it's just like 
Oh, and Tom Sandoval, I could just punch him through the television because he is so like you're getting so many tells like you're seeing. The thing is, his this is what I, I think I wrote this in my notes. He is just thinks he's holier than thou, like the moral high ground and compass of the group and everything he says is right. And he could just yell at everyone, his stupid voice and be like, no one takes accountability anymore. And like, God, Katie, you can't just do that. Look at my weird teeth. And like, he just thinks he's like the voice of reason of everything. And I'm like, you're one of the dumbest people I've ever met. And you can't just be like, oh, Tom Schwartz is always an angel. If you never listen to Katie's side. And she did fuck a girl in Vegas. She could yeah. be mad about that till the end of time. And like till the end of time. He's a battered wife, please. He gives just as good as he takes. Oh my god, was there a bachelor bachelorette party in the season? That's yeah. the dumbest thing ever. But it is always funny the line, grow up, Tom. You grew up to be fucking Sia. And they're like, low blow Carter. <laughs> Which what's gonna happen to that guy? Does he steal all of Chris and Dodie's money or something? Um, I don't know. We Carter? like that. Yeah, there's no mention of him. I don't think. Did he's... you ever watch the Britney and Jack spinoff show? No, I, I've never watched their wedding in Kentucky I... with Lance Bass. No. Did he like officiate? He might have. Yeah. Oh, question two, big fan of the pod, Carrie. Do I watch Jackson and Britney? She said, you know, to finish Vanderpump and then start Summer House early seasons. Like Jackson and Britney's like uh, wedding show. Well, they had like the spin-off show in between season five and six of Vanderpump. Jackson oh, Bernie take Kentucky. Kentucky or something. Yeah, I mean, it looks just like a lot of them fighting and him being mean to her parents. So it's like, do I care? Could you imagine any parents signing up to be on the show for their children and then having to deal with a piece of yep. shit son-in-law? I think what? her mom with her crazy spray tan wanted to be on television. I like what world are you like? Oh, let's be a television show. Do we see how poorly my daughter's being treated? I don't understand. I know. And this is the season where she was like, they did the roast of Jax. And she basically, the only thing she really harped on was like, did he kiss a man? And then the reunion, she's like, my mom's not homophobic. And I was like, oh, she sounded pretty homophobic. And, and like the rumor about Kristen going down on Britney. And that's what her mom was concerned about. I'm like, you're not concerned that this man is cheating on her, has gotten girls pregnant in the past, has felonies in his name. Oh, he might have kissed a guy in Miami. Come on now, Cartwright family. Sorry. Uh, um, And then the way that they like tease, you know, the next season is like that Tom Tom's coming and they're going to ask Tom and Tom to volunteer. It's like, volunteer. that's obviously not, I'll be partners. Oh. That's obviously for the show. In real life, you think she would have been like, yeah, let me get these guys in a bar. Tom Schwartz is like the least reliable person in of the entire world. Of course it's for a show. Of course. Oh, and this is what I wanted to ask you too. Obviously, they they make a lot of illusion throughout the season about the cost of Tom and Katie's wedding. And Tom wants to keep it cheap and frugal. And, you know, it ends up at the venue being like $51,000. But as you always say, the thing that no one's talking about is they have salary of this reality show. Yeah. I'm like, Tom Schwartz doesn't have a job. But then I'm like, oh, he gets paid to do this. And then when they need and to I'm write sure a check for 50K, they can. I couldn't write a check for 50K when I was like 28 and working you know, my 60 grand a year job or whatever. And I'm sure they got a lot of it like sponsored or comped by stuff because they knew it was going to be filmed for television. That's like, do you that... think they just have these bachelor bachelorette combos because Bravo pays for it? Um, no, Sheena did that, too. They the you know, her and Shay went to Miami, I think. And I don't the... think as we've read in the, the many books that have come out about it, I don't think Bravo pays for it. I think that they give a little bit but they don't pay for it all 
I think they say, hey, guys, it would be in your best interest to do this together because we could film together. All of you will get paid. We will get a hotel to sponsor it. So you'll stay at the hotel for free. We will get the club to. Well, Lisa always comes in and pays for the suite. I'm like, bullshit. Bullshit. She doesn't pay for anything. And not to be mean, but do you think she's had work? Does she talk about having work? Because her face in the beginning of season six looking a little bit different. Um, I don't know recollection. I'm not a big Lisa Vanderpump fan, but she doesn't strike me as someone who like that's something yeah. she would lie about, like work. She'd lie about yeah, you no, know, I'm just talking to Radar Online. Radar Online. She would yeah. never do that to you. You were not her friend. Goodbye. How do Ken have all this money and they have 33 restaurants? Like, I need their history of like know. Well, where did they... this money come from? 33 restaurants. But like the first, you know what I mean? Like, who was he she, that he he, he opened up his, a w- wine bar? She talked about on Steve-O's podcast. He was successful when he met her and she was like 18 and he was like 30. So look at those arms, girl. I don't work out that much, but they look OK. And you now. hold a fat baby all day. I no do. shade, baby. No shade. Yeah. I'm sorry. I cut you off about Bravo paying for bachelorettes, but I just had like, more cuts. I think it's more like. They're working the deals to get these sh- um products and services on tv so they're not paying for it but they're saying hey we've worked out this deal the more people we could get at the hotel at the bar the more they'll give us and the more we'll pay you in terms of appearance yeah and so i don't think it's like one-to-one bravo writes a check it's all yeah producers negotiating oh they'll let us film here and they'll give us this much for free you know mm-hmm. things like that well, the last thing I'll say about season five, it ends with Sheena and Shay breaking up and her telling him that she wants to get a divorce. What are your thoughts on that whole thing? I know does it's she, been a long time since does you she talk in the reunion about him doing drugs. Yeah. OK. Adderall, she, though. I'm like, come on, Sheena. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I think he did everything. But no, um, he, he literally like so what happened was all season. She's like, he's great. We're great. He was really skinny. You could tell he hadn't been drinking like so they both yeah. lost a lot of weight. But then, like, every once in a while, she'd be like, he was in the studio all night and didn't text me all night. I haven't heard from him in, like, 24 hours. And I'm like, okay. And then at the very, like, at in Tom and Katie's wedding, they kind of try to, like, you know, string the narrative through the last two episodes of, like, where is he? And he's, like, upstairs sleeping in the bed alone. He's, like, not at the wedding, like, dancing. You know, she's, like, he never wants to have fun. He's always sleeping, basically. And then the last episode, it's, like, we do the wedding and then we get a dot, dot, dot three months later. And she goes to Lisa's house and is like, I haven't seen him or talked to him in two weeks. He basically like didn't come home from the studio one day and went to his parents' house. And then we had a joint account that had seven grand in it. And then That's I looked. What I was yeah. Say. And then like the next the, day, the nail yeah. in the coffin was the money. Yeah. The next day she looked and there was like thirty two dollars in it. And I guess a mutual friend said to her, hey, Shay just tried to buy like 50 pills of Adderall off of me and when I asked him what he needed it for he said it was for a friend and like tried to pay me in cash and also, told who's your friend that's selling Adderall like that's so Ma- weird. well maybe it's just like your friend who needs Adderall you know what and I mean but has 50 pills on them when you I don't know if that was the exact number oh. uh you can though I have 90 Lexapros in the next room if anyone needs them no you, you don't them. no no one needs them you're not selling them <laughs> no I know I'm joking I know um come but and then yeah so and then he denies it and he's like you're just so mean to me you're crazy but like i I mean she was like done she was like i want him to lie to my face and if he does like i'm done and he done he did and then 
yeah I'll, that's props to her because that's so hard to do and she so was just hard. like i'm done i'm getting lower i feel like even i would have been like well, maybe we can try like you know she was just like no and then he came to the reunion so i'm sure he was contractually obligated to and he needs money yeah and his basically like he tries to come in all nice guy like oh sheena i miss you i'll always love you but then he's like you told the whole world on TV that I had a pill problem. Now I'm going to be labeled a druggie the rest of my life. You didn't have to do that. And she was like, well, I was mad at you because you left me for three weeks and treated me like shit. So this is what I did. And then I guess he said that um, the he went to his parents for two weeks. She didn't hear from him. And then they talked and they were like, all right, we're going to work it out. And then when he came to film, she told him on camera, I'm getting a lawyer. You know, we're getting a divorce. And he was like, so you like lied to me and then on camera said I was getting divorced. And she was like, yeah, you hurt me. I wanted to hurt you back. But I'm like, I don't blame her. You seem like a real piece of shit. Like, yeah, you know, there's there's only I don't I don't want to talk about people who've been in these relationships and it works out. It doesn't work out. And what you could have done more, what you could have done less, whatever, blah, blah. Yeah. But but what is she going to do? Like, you know, also, I didn't know he was her high school sweetheart. So but I guess but then she was fucking eddie cibrian so yeah, yeah i mean i she probably dated him in high school and they reconnected yada yada but um yeah, yeah. I, I mean she probably did it on camera to uh to make him take her seriously because she kept giving him uh uh excuses and chances this conversation is sponsored by kim crawford this conversation is sponsored by happy birthday to my husband came down and just brought me down the rest of the kim crawford bottle to pour in my glass yay what is it savvy b of course okay yeah so i love i'm all you know enraged about these things again that happened in 2016 i get where he's (laughs) coming from saying like you know you didn't have to say on tv i was doing pills and now the whole world labeled me a druggie but it's like it's the truth also i I, i'm sure they they never said it wasn't true i'm sure if they filmed that conversation if he really wanted to he probably couldn't he have been like bravo can we cut that one thing like you know i don't know how much say they have over something like that but like you you know what i mean like i'm what's sure he, gonna, he had what's he gonna sue them and say this is defamatory and then when they go to court and they find out that he no but maybe they're just that he was doing drugs how is that maybe legal. there's a producer that he's friends with and it's like can you just not air that 20 minutes you know I don't know. I don't know how it all works. I'm sure they sign their lives away, but yes, yes, they sign their lives away. So it's like I get where he's coming from in that case. He's like, I want to, you know, tell my own story, but she's on the show. This is her life. If she goes to lunch with her friends and say, hey, my husband's doing drugs and lying to me about it, like, right. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Also, I'm pretty sure I'd heard of him before Vanderpump because he was a music producer and I think he did a song with Travis Barker and Bubba Sparks like way back in the day. Wow. Or he, there was like Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park, remember? No. He's the one The who, skinny one with the glasses? No, Chester, R.I.P. He's the one who, oh, Chester was the one who screamed, Mike's the one who raps. <laughs> and he had that other group, uh, Fort Minor. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think Mike Shea worked with them, too. Good like, for I him, feel like I knew, he did drugs No, then. I know, I know. It's just so funny to me that I was like, he, he's literally like a minus Z-list celebrity and I knew who he was from like probably watching fuse.tv the channel yeah okay that that was long uh you talk about the bear well i want to jump off of what you were talking about uh travis barker um okay i just want to talk about um this party on the hamptons 
that every yeah, celebrity and their mother went to. So At Michael, first when someone was like, all oh, these celebrities, and I'm scrolling through, I was like, not really. And then I got to no, J-Lo no. and Jay-Z and Beyonce, and I was like, okay, okay, never mind. Okay, so Michael Rubin, who is the CEO of Fanatics, the world's leading provider of licensed sports merchandise, which, yes, I've ordered for them. I think a lot of people have ordered from them. He had a party, a 4th of July party in the Hamptons with, like, there, there's no bigger names. Like, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Tom Brady, Robert Kraft, Kim Kardashian. How dare you? Those are the three and four celebrities you name? I'm I'm still going. But Usher. Tom Brady and Robert Kraft? Come on. Jill. I'm reading off of an article. Okay. Usher, Justin Haley Bieber, Kenny Chesney, Jack Harlow, Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio, Ben yeah. Affleck, He's not looking Lopez, great. Kevin Hart, French soccer player Kylan Mbappe, but also the the Travis Barker's children were there because mm-hmm. a video posted by Ellen Pompeo, which is how I found it. Yeah, she was there with her husband, and she posted this video of literally everyone there. The um, is she still with the same husband, Chris yes, Ivory? Yes, yes, he's beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna. Offset well, Landon and- Asher Barker dates Charlie D'Amelio. They were there. Yep. That's yeah. Yeah. So even if Travis wasn't there, the, all the TikTok girls were invited. Charlie yes. being like the main one, and yeah, Landon dates her. The Migos rappers were there. All of them. Uh, yeah. No. Well, one's since deceased. I'm just joking because it's like, I don't know. Two, anyway, two of two of three. Who's the one who uh, died? I don't know. Juice World was he Migos? No. No. Wasn't Quavo or Offset? I'll tell you that much. Uh, take off. Okay. Um, and I can't even name like all the models that were there. Everyone who was in this video posted on Ellen Pompeo's Instagram. So go look at it. So like an insane amount, and like those are celebrities: Jay Z, Beyonce, Ben Affleck, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, Jennifer Lopez. Those are yeah. celebrities. Mm-hmm. So when we were discussing this in our group chat, my thought was like, these people are getting paid. Beyonce's not showing up to hang out with Kim Kardashian's in the Hamptons on 4th of July. But she hears Ellen Pompeo and Chris Ivory are going to be there. No, no. These people are getting paid to be there. There's no thought in my mind. I have a bigger concern. How many helicopters got them there? Yes, I was like, the The Hamptons is hard to get to. I'm sure there's like one helipad or maybe like you can't launch a PJ near the Hamptons. Probably they probably only have the tiny planes. That you could so, probably launch a yeah a tiny PJ, but then driving to yeah. this guy's house from the the PJ. Does he have a helipad? I don't know if he has a helipad. The house is eighteen thousand square feet. That's large. What? Like that's big? Yeah. That's My condo is twelve hundred. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but I was like, oh, you know, they probably have timeshares, and J Lo's like, well, Beyonce and Jay Z took the helicopters that we were gonna take. Yes. Ben. Yes. So yes. go in your car with your Dunkin' Donuts and your mad face and drive us there. So that's so my first question is, did these people celebrities get paid? My second yeah. question is logistically, yeah, what are the resources to get these people there? Right. Cause if I'm J and B, I'm flying in, go to the party, I'm flying back to Tribeca. I'm not sleeping there unless they have a house and, and they I'm have not house, but driving. I don't think they do. No, you're not I, driving. You sit in traffic driving. the whole time. Yeah. So well, that's a good, you know, the only like quote or bigger celebrities in the world that I can think of that weren't there unless they weren't I just don't know are Rihanna Adele Taylor yeah. Swift Drake yeah well Taylor Swift's busy Drake's busy he's coming here this week I could uh, 
I could care less too. I Adele's, could not care less. I Adele's busy. That. And who was the first one you said? Rihanna. Rihanna. She's going to have a baby soon. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm trying yeah. to think of like who would you consider the biggest celebrity in the world? But Beyonce, I guess, is a good Beyonce, one. Beyonce, yeah. Was um, Oprah there? Not was, that was I Was H no. and Megan there? Were H no. and Megan? Oprah was at Essence Fest. <laughs> good for her. Um, but I like, do they even know this guy? Like this guy, is but just maybe a... it's just like, once you get one celebrity to sign on, maybe he's like friends with Tom Brady or something. It's like, then, you it, know, I but I don't was... know why you're Beyonce and you're going there. Yeah. I think it was payments. And I think Leo said, make a donation to the ocean charity. I oh, I thought maybe again, you get one and then they're like, oh, well, if I'm going to party on the Hamptons, I guess this party Leo's going to. So it's worthy of my caliber. Ben and Jen, you guys can go too. No, because you don't want to be the the lesser of the other. Like if Jay-Z and Beyonce at a party, you don't want to, like your name's not going to even be mentioned. I mean, this is just a rolling list of all the people there. Oh, see, if like, I'm like Jennifer, though, I'm like, oh, if it's worthy of them, I'm going to go. If I'm going to party. Whatever happened to Diddy's white party? Was that just on a yacht, not in the Hamptons? I don't know. That's a good question. Kyle and Mauricio had their white party this year. It's going to be on the show. Do you know when James Kennedy was spitting at Sir the other night when they started filming the new season of Vanderpump Rules, he played the Uber one as good as gold commercial and Sheena came up on the mic and Lala and they did savings in the and, bar. And you were like, why am I not there? Yes. I was like, oh, that would be, you know, I mean, but I was just like, they didn't play good as gold. Sheena Shea, they played the Uber one commercial. Of course. Anyway. Um, <sighs> if you want, I could go into the bear now. One thing I just say first, not to body shame, Leonardo DiCaprio's neck is looking real thick these days. Does it not need to be? I think he could what, lose some weight. What does he care? He doesn't have to. I'm just, I never found him very attractive. Sorry, everyone. Not even as Romeo? I mean, I was way more into Benvolio, as we know. He showed as up in would. something recently, and I was, he was the cop in Silver Linings Playbook that's always, like, arresting. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bradley Cooper. Anyway. Anyway, I yeah, Leo just isn't my cup of tea and, you know, even now less so. But yeah, talk about the bear. I'm going to go get my ice cream. Okay. Um so I have been committed to watching season 2 of The Bear. If anyone is interested in finishing it and doesn't want spoilers, skip ahead uh a few minutes. But um the season 2 has been amazing. It's been really great. Everyone has been everyone meaning the internet and our friends the internet and our friends have been talking about episode six which is a flashback episode of the family having christmas dinner years ago when the brother was still alive and um carmy was like at one or two fancy restaurants before he was like really big chef so they're at their chicago home having christmas dinner and it's chaos I and missed everything you said if you were talking to me, but if you were just describing to our audience, sorry, my the speaker wasn't working. So they're at Christmas dinner at their family home years ago, and it's chaos. And like, you know, the, the mom is in the kitchen and she's an alcoholic and she's drinking and she's cooking. Is it Jamie Lee? So that was what I want to say. Okay, so, sorry. So it's chaos, chaos, chaos. And like everyone's running in and out of the kitchen and everyone else is just like waiting and talking and drinking and fighting and blah, blah, blah. And everyone on the internet and our friends are like, oh my God, this is so chaotic. I'm getting such anxiety. I'm like getting stressed watching this. And I was like, eh, this seems pretty normal. Until the end, spoiler alert, and Ryan, I know you don't care. 
the mom drives the car through the kitchen and the uncle and the uh, nephew are throwing forks at each other at the dinner table and there's a big outburst that's not normal but before what is that, this everybody loves raymond and or full house but the beginning is like yes this is this is not any different than any holiday like not saying our family is like like that but like yes people are running in out of the kitchen is it yes. just like go turn on my tree and lice all the windows no, it's like, oh, shit, I left the peppers in and the timer's going off, but I need oven space for the other things. I need counter space. And why is everyone coming in the kitchen while I'm trying to cook? You go out. Oh, wait, who's got the paper towels? Where's saltines? Like, someone, there's not enough Sprite in the basement. Someone go out and get Sprite. Like, it's... This Cardinal is, sin. Yeah. So anyway, so this episode was kept very well under wraps before it premiered. The mother is played by Jamie Lee Curtis. The uncle is played by Bob Odenkirk. The cousin is played by Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson's husband is played by John Mulaney. Who? What? Yes, yes. And he is he, playing... He's older than her. He's playing John Mulaney. He's not playing a character. He only plays John Mulaney. He's or playing... uh, Stephen Sondheim. Yes. His name is Stevie in the show. And oh every every podcast that I listened to, it was like, oh my God, he's doing such a great acting job. I didn't know he can act. I'm like, he's John Mulaney. He's being John Mulaney. Like two Street of the smarts. Cousins, two of the cousins are trying to sell him on like a, a baseball card scheme. Like if you give us $500, we'll buy these baseball cards and you'll get back $1,500. And John Mulaney says, I'm just going to give you the $500 because I have $500 because I'm 43 years old. And I just want to call you guys every week and see what's going on. I don't expect to get my investment back. I don't care what's going on, but I just want to hear what you guys are doing because you guys make me laugh. Like, I think in real life, he's younger than 43. Really? Yeah, I think he's only like two years older than Caitlin. Okay. So anyway, so the episode was great, like pop up that these stars are in it and it was chaotic and crazy, but it was very tip. And they did the seven fishes. And they talk about where the seven fishes come from for Christmas. Oh, because it's Christmas, not Thanksgiving. Okay. Right. It's Christmas. So John Mulaney is 40. Oh, okay. IRL. He looks 43 in the episode. Well, it makes it... Do you ever remember the SNL skit where he's like Pete Davidson's uncle and Pete Davidson makes like memes of him on the internet and then they no. get out and he gets like really mad about them? It's it's, it's like face. It's, it's so stupid. It's like... When he busts before he takes his pants off and his uncle in a meeting making like a weird face and stuff like that. But that reminds me of like uncle vibes, you know? Yeah. So in it, Jamie Lee Curtis plays the mom and she's like, yeah. you know, she's an alcoholic. And she it keeps things hot and cold. She has a cigarette in her hand the whole time. And one time she's like getting so stressed out and she has like these long red nails and she's like cooking and she just goes like this. And then you're like, where'd the cigarette go? It probably went in like the sauce. Like you don't. Oh, you don't see it. Yeah. But I was like, going to say, does Mulaney smoke cigarettes in it? I don't so I'm like, he so. probably want to be in it if his character can like do coke and smoke cigarettes. That I wonder when they filmed it because I'm sure it was post rehab. But yeah, I wonder when they filmed it. Yeah, okay. I measured, but I don't know. And then there was like a, another one off episode where this one guy in the show, um, his name is um, well, in the show, his name is Richie, but he's oh, the cousin. Name. Yes, cousin. Yeah. Evan Moss Bacharach. He's really good. Yeah. He's also in um, Andor, but you don't I could. I bet he was an understudy for Lenny Bruce and Mav Maisel. So not as attractive to stage at another like Michelin star restaurant, which means like intern. OK. And the girl who's like running the expo is Sarah Ramos. 
which is so funny because Sarah Ramos was like yeah. a child actor who like didn't even want to be, be a child actor. She like lucked into it. And well, she didn't look into it. She wanted to be an actor because she was like a pop culture fan. Like she. Oh, liked... Sarah Ramos, the one's friends with Dylan O'Brien, who does all the yes. Reese Witherspoon videos. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So she was like, I forget what show she was on. Do you know? She's had a one line cameo in everything you've ever seen. But those of you may remember her in the film How to Be Single. She is cousin Greg's girlfriend for, at the Christmas party that I don't remember Dakota that. Johnson meets. It's and a I... it's a very short scene. Yeah, I remember it. She was on American Dreams. So she was on that show for three years. And she has since said, like, I just wanted to be around famous people. And I was like a fan of famous people. I'm not an actress. She's now since done she did an exposition. Is that what it's exhibition exhibition or whatever? Yeah. Who knew we'd have so much to say about Sarah Ramos that we got cut off. Um, she had an exhibit in L.A., I think, called Autographs. And it was all of the auto she had like an autograph book with Polaroids like you do at Disney World when you're a kid in the 90s. And it was all the autographs of like everyone she had. And I remember she had the Olsen twins, which I was very impressed by. But she had so many enough to fill up like walls of like a museum space. Jeez. Um, and I just heard a firework outside, Jillian. So what the fuck? It's not anyway, virtual anymore. So bear. anyway, she she's in the episode and she, like I said, she was a kid actress, didn't really want to be an actress, just want to be around famous people, but has since like developed into an actress. And she's so good in the episode. And I was like, oh, my God, Ryan, I remember you liked her because she did the video with Dylan O'Brien and yada, yada. She does these funny videos. So she's in it and she's really good. And then yeah. in the end of the episode, spoiler alert, you realize the head of this very, very fancy Michelin star restaurant that cousin is staging at, the head yeah. chef is Olivia Coleman. And she's like in less than five minutes Dude, of the show. As Amanda Dobbins say, is she hurting for cash? She's been in a lot of things lately. She's I the mom and heart stopper. I feel like the people who did this show, they just want to be in the show. Like they're like, don't pay they me. It. Yeah. Like just, just waiting for Melanie Linsky to show up. Maybe. Well, not this season. I've watched all the episodes. So this is Olivia okay. Coleman British in it. Yes. Okay. So you watched it all. So you saw Will Poulter. I did see Will Poulter. How do you do? Yeah. He did very well and he was nice. You expect him to be like a really mean dick guy, but he's like very nice, caring chef at the um the restaurant in Copenhagen where Marcus goes to stage. Oh God. So they're all leaving home. Well, they're Why opening this new restaurant and Carmi and Sydney, the head chefs, are sending their chefs out to go to other restaurants to show them like this yeah. is serious business. This is how we do it, get inspired, yada yada yada. And they all do. Spoiler alert. Also, our girl, Sydney from Dorchester, forget her name. I think she's going to be in that theater camp movie, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, They saw a trailer for it, and I was like, I think that's her. But it was like only a brief second, so. Yeah, it got bad reviews, but I'm sure we'll like it. Um, I'm obsessed with Jimmy Tatro, and he's in it. Is that Zoe Deutsch's boyfriend? Yes, 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 yes. I would I would call her Zoe (laughs) I would call her Jimmy Tatro's girlfriend whoa I love Jimmy Tatro or Tatro but um so I want to see it because he's in it and he's like not like a theater person so he's probably just like an idiot and I love when does that come out August something okay 12th I want to say oh also you mentioned Kevin Hart before I've been watching so much Peacock obviously and he has a show on it called heart to heart get it and he does like (laughs) half hour and sit down interviews with people and I kind of want to watch it. Is it just because I'm like, you know, um, getting subliminal messages from Peacock? Yes. Or is it look kind of interesting? No, it's just because you're getting subliminal messages from Peacock. Okay. So did you like the bear season two? Yes, very much. Okay. Better than season one. 
I was thinking like I think I need to go back and watch season one because I like yeah. forgot a lot. Like I remember yeah. the the high points, but also though, is he mean to his wife in real life? We don't know. We don't know. But I. <laughs> but the we show's don't, we not, don't notice. I don't watch the show for him. Like I know, he, but it just he makes has me a think relationship about it. in this season. I could give a who's F. his love interest. Anyone we know? Yes, um, Molly from uh, Booksmart, friends with Ben Platt, also in summer camp. Hey, Lundiver. Not Caitlin Deaver. Oh, the other one. Yeah. Not her name's... Beanie. No, I think her name's Caitlin something. No, I think it's Molly Gordon. Oh, I thought Molly was her name in Booksmart. No, her Hot. name books are like triple A. Hot. Oh, she's not the other main girl with Beanie? No. That's, that's Caitlin, Caitlin Deaver. Deaver. Okay, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Hot take. That's... Booksmart is not a good movie. Okay. I watched it once on a plane and I didn't like it. Okay. And people say, like, on the Ringer podcast, like, oh, you know, our last good comedy is, like, book smart. I'm like, it wasn't yeah. good. Her, her name is Molly Gordon. I like it. I don't think it's great, but. I didn't I laugh once. Okay. And it's, like, it could not be for more. I am the demo of that movie. You know. Yeah. Maybe a little younger, but I don't know. You were like those girls and that you didn't have fun in high school. And yeah. And yeah. And then the one I mean, is like queer in the end. I love those that kind of shit. And nope, not didn't like it. And Phoebe's her mom and Will Forte. Oh my god, I love Will Forte. I don't even remember that. And they love Phoebe, obviously, because who would you believe? Yeah. Okay. Anything else Good. about the bear? No, I just wanted to hit those points about the celebs and how okay. Christmas was not crazy and how um Sarah Ramos. Maybe people just don't have big families. Yeah. And I get big cousin families, you know, we are one of 15 cousins for those who don't know on our father's side and don't have a lot of uh, counter space, space. space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, this will be quick, but I watched Bama Rush over the weekend, which is the HBO documentary about sorority rushing in Alabama at the University of Alabama. Hashtag roll tide. It was weird is what I'll say. I thought yeah, it was, Dana, our good yeah. friend Dana did not. She's not all that enthused about yeah. it. Yeah. She's a sorority girl. Yeah. Like, and also she likes to watch them. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like a series, like a mini series or something, but it was just a documentary that was an hour and 40 minutes. So I was like, oh, cool. I can do this. I'll bang this out. I was kind of on my phone a little bit, but it basically follows like two girls who are incoming freshmen to Alabama Rush and are interested in uh, Alabama and are interested in rushing. One's from Illinois, one's from. A place in California, I think like that's, Baja. That's interesting that they didn't pick like Southern tried and true sorority girls. Well, then like... two the other two girls they have in the documentary are current sophomores at Alabama that are planning to rush who are both from the South, I think. One was in a sorority and she got kicked out because she wore another sorority sticker on her shirt in public. What a fucking idiot. And then the other one was never in one, but she was you like, You guys can't see me it. rolling my ass. But the girl said, she's like, I think they were looking for any reason to kick me out because other girls broke rules. Like, it's like pitch perfect. It's like he fu she fucked a boy in the front. She didn't get kicked <laughs> out. I'm like, I could see your toner through those jeans. But you anyway, can rush as a sophomore. Yeah, I guess. Like if I was a rising senior, I could just join a sorority. I don't know about that. Oh, and one girl they did interview who was, I think, a senior at Alabama. And she was like really cool. She was like normal. Her name was Ryan, R-I-A-N. Mm. Um, she was of mixed race and she talked about that. She was just like a, a normal person. She made jokes on TikTok about like Alabama taking over your brain. Like day one at 
Alabama, you know, like, but whatever. She seemed normal. And she's like, I'm probably going to get in trouble for like kind of talking smack. But that was my question to you. Yeah. Yeah. So isn't that like a plot point about how people being on the show is like bad? Yeah. So basically this one girl who is an incoming freshman is like the poster child for a sorority. She's like, uh, she does pageants. She reminds me a lot of Brittany from Vanderpump, actually. Um, she grew up in Illinois. Did she Brittany does... do pageants? Uh, I think so. Okay. Or maybe not. Just She just reminds me of her, like, in general, like, bubbliness and disposition. Yeah. But um, she does pageants. She does dance. She's, like, uber organized. She has, like, binders for everything. She's, like, these are all the outfits I'm bringing. This is the binder for Rush. Like, her name's Shelby. She found out when she was adopted, when she was, like, 12, and she wasn't supposed to. So that's her story to, you know, get into the sorority because, you know, you need a hook. Sorry, that's fucked up. But you know what I mean? Um, oh my god, Jill, they have rush like consultants who these girls hire to help them rush the sorority and like know what to do. And they'll like take headshots for you and like fake interview you and do like small talk like you're at the and these are adult women you pay. Yes. No. Yeah. And one of them was like she didn't get into her sorority and she cried and now she like helps girls do it. No. Yeah. So I don't know. I did feel like over and then yeah, but it gets out that this woman, Rachel, who's the director who shows up in the documentary quite a bit um, and who seems like a nice, smart person. Um, She's the director of the documentary? Yeah. she. It gets out that they're filming this documentary at Alabama and they think it's HBO. And there's a rumor that like 20 girls were mic'd at like a party and like they, they were like, there aren't any mic. And Alabama was like, wouldn't let them film, obviously, like a lot of stuff. So it gets like this one girl's at a rush party and she has it's so stupid. She has like a hair tie in the back of her shirt to like tuck it up a little bit. And one girl was like, what is that? Because she kept like tugging on it. And she was like, she was like, it's a hair tie. It's a hair tie. And they're like, it's a microphone. And they kicked her out of rush week and she couldn't rush any of the sorority she wanted to rush. And when she like appealed to the school, they were like, too bad. It's their decision. Who cares? I mean, whatever. It's crazy. But these people are devastated. Yeah. The one girl who does. The other girl that's not Shelby is like, yeah, she's got some shit going on upstairs. And that and that's why she wants to be in a sorority. She's like, we need people and she needs to find out who she really is. So Isabel to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this girl, Shelby, the one who's like poster child for Alabama and Ru- like literally this girl in Illinois and they like find Alabama on TikTok and are like, this is my dream school now. Like they go, they say that they go there because they saw it on TikTok. Oh God! So, I mean, I went to Northeastern because they had a pretty grass. Like, you know, who who's to say? But I went to my school because it was a nice day. It wasn't raining. Exactly, was like, it was a nice day. It's sure. all about the weather at the open house. It was raining it's at Marist. All you know? about the weather. Oh, but anyway, once all those rumors are going around, like the girl with the t-shirt, and they're like, "Oh, don't be in this HBO documentary," or like, "You'll get in trouble." She cut all ties with HBO and didn't continue filming with them. But she Raquel- must have signed a release. Yeah, Raquel was like Raquel. Pick up the phone. And then and then they had a clip like, um, you know, we didn't see, but we saw on TikTok that she got into her first choice of party. She made it pretty far in the documentary before she kind of like cut up. It's just it wasn't like, I don't know. I feel like that the areas they explored were kind of weird. I think it maybe should have been longer, like a multiple part. Yeah. And um, the director, this woman, Rachel, has alopecia. So she would cut in every once in a while and do like a selfie cam and talk about how having alopecia reminds her of like she wore like wigs her whole life and didn't feel accepted and then like in college she finally decided to take her wig off and she was like I know it's not exactly the same but it reminds me of like the way these girls what they're going through the sororities and I'm like not for nothing Rachel but like this isn't about you 
<laughs> like I don't know. It was just kind of weird. Like at some points, yes, it made sense. At other points, I was like, okay, girl, like maybe talk to your therapist about this. Like, I don't know. So overall, it's just like weird. And I don't know. I think I get I think because they couldn't get a lot of access to certain things. That's what they probably tried to make it bigger and they thought it would be yeah. bigger, but yes. I think also, guys, we had said in our text, like the crazy kind of it start the whole thing starts with like that it blew up on TikTok and like Alabama was the biggest school seemingly. Oh, and there's this thing called the machine. And it's basically like a group of representatives from each of the fraternities and sororities decide the local politics on campus, like who gets to be like student council president. And it was like about race and religion. And they like rigged everything with that. Yeah. And then they eventually like for six years, I think in the 90s, like 96 to 2002, I think they had to get rid of student council because it was so like out of hand. And if you didn't do it, they said they'd like beat you up, allegedly. The machine. Anyway, so it was weird, but I, I just figured I'd tell you I watched it. It brought you to a world you would have never known otherwise. Yeah, I mean, it was, and it, I think the way the woman did it was good. And, you know, she the people at Alabama were like, oh, she's just going to expose us and make us look bad. Everyone thinks like sororities are dumb and like she's going to stereotype us. And she's like, obviously, there are traditions here that I think are archaic and super messed up. But she's like, but then there are a lot of traditions I learned about that I think are great. And she was very supportive of the young women who were pledging and their stories. She seemed very kind to them from what I could see, you know, through her lens and of what she filmed. But um, so I, I thought hour and 44 minutes. Yeah. So I thought that she did fine. She wasn't like making fun of them or anything, you know, but um. It is the dark, scary world. And I'm like, when do these bitches have time to do their homework? Not that TBH, I didn't have I didn't have a lot of homework in college, but I don't know. It's like wild. It's like their whole life, you know. Is that the David Bowie shirt you wore when we were in Tulsa? And the guy was like, Bowie. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and he told me to watch that documentary and I never did. So I'm like, I'm watching Vanderpump Rules season three and Bama Rush. <laughs> Time to watch an enlightening documentary about David Bowie. That's probably two and a half hours. I'll just wear a shirt and be a poser. I know like four songs. Uh, I just wanted to ask you, where <laughs> are you? you in skipped- the- oh, sorry. Go. Where are you in the Barbie discourse? And the movie Barbie is coming out July 21st, starring Margot Robbie and um, Ryan Gosling, directed by Greta Gerwig. The massive, massive campaign for it is everywhere it's reaching social media it's reaching there was just a barbie cruise in boston at the spirit of boston boat like it is insane how they're promoting this movie so my question to you was where are you are you receiving it are you sick of it do you are you aware of it what are your thoughts twist twist and shake ice cream i know i'm chewing on reese's pieces um it's reaching me in more ways than it'll ever reach you that you'll know because every makeup, nail polish, accessory good. brand okay, that I get emails from and I'm interested in Instagram everywhere. Every, OPI has it. Kitsch is doing like a Barbie claw clip. You know, um, Nick's makeup is doing like a Barbie eyeshadow palette. It's it's everywhere. And these are licensed Barbie makeup yes. from the movie from Mattel. No, it's it's just they collaborate with the brand Barbie, the company. I feel like I have my favorite nail polish brand is called Light Slacker. Shout out. And they'll do collabs sometimes with like Care Bears or Polly Pocket. It's like they work with a company and they make polishes inspired by Polly Pocket and they'll yeah. have the Polly Pocket logo on it. So it's like that. It's not like Barbie the movie. I mean, I'm sure the studio is involved. But you think Mattel is pushing this because Mattel is well versed in. Uh, I don't think stuff. they're pushing it, but I think they're reaping the benefits of it. 
Yeah. I think the studio's pushing it because they want butts and seats because people don't go to movies anymore and they're trying to make this a, a thing. I'm not mad about it. I honestly don't care. And this is so second nature to me, like I said, with all of the accessory makeup brands I'm interested in anyway, like American Eagles doing this, the Summer I Turn Pretty show collab and they have T-shirts with the character names on it. Like it's so we live in a capitalist society, Jill. And as that's a fine, I would communist. Not replace, no. But I would um, not re- replace capitalism with any other type of uh, communism. No, but um, I'm not mad about it, but okay. I can see how other people are getting sick of it. Yes. And I'm still interested to see the film, but I'm kind of thinking I might get let down. I think you're get. I thought I was getting so much of the Barbie selling, but your sounds like you're getting way more, way than more I than you yeah. will ever get, Jillian, just based on the products I buy and are fed to me. And you is know. it prompting you to buy any of it? No, because I've been trying hard not to buy things I don't need, which is a problem, especially makeup, so much makeup, so much nail polish. So, no, I mean, I obviously looked at all the Barbie Nick's makeup to see what it was, but it 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 didn't look like exciting to me. I wonder if Ella's makeup was Barbie, the one of the video. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nick's is a good brand, you know, and like, uh, again, I I don't buy heard of it. Shocker. NYX? Nick's cosmetics? Oh, oh, NYX. I thought you pronounce it as Nick's. Yeah. They have great products. Um. I'm D- shout out Dana I'm sure you're getting fed this shit left right and center as well but um so yeah I don't care it's I again I feel like I'm so used to it yeah. that I don't even it doesn't even like I only hear about it because like we listen to podcasts and people are talking about how like the marketing team's out of control there have been funny memes about it it's like oh yes. if the marketing team for Barbie could only have done I don't know like Supreme Court decisions yeah or like the houses that are or someone they they like redid a house I forget where to be like the Barbie Malibu Dreamhouse takeover. The Tegan and Legend family went. I saw. And someone wrote like Lisa Vanderpump so pissed that this isn't actually her house or something. Like so like I'm appreciating the discourse, but I, I think hope... all of this hubbub. I don't know that the movie yeah, will deliver. I That's what I'm the... saying. I feel like if it's Greta Gerwig, I have to have some yeah belief in it. Are her and Noah together? Partners, not married, have children. But are they uh, still together? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay. And um, did you see what Amy Schumer was on Watch Happens Live a couple of weeks ago? And Andy Cohen asked yeah. her, oh, were you oh, yeah. first tied to the Barbie movie? And she said, I was, but it wasn't very, it wasn't pro-women or feminist at that stage. So I exited. But now it seems like it's gotten yeah. pro-women feminist, which I'm happy for. But yeah. it just wasn't when I was at the stage when it was developing, which I wonder what kind of movie it would have been if, you know. Grudiger didn't take it over or something. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, who was the original? I don't know. Director, yeah, I don't know. Besides Little Women, have I seen a Greta Gerwig film? Did you see Francis Ha? No, but I want to because Joel's in it. Oh, is he? I forget. I don't yeah. love Francis Ha. I know, you told me that. Yeah, sorry, internet. I keep trying to watch it on a plane, but I have no storage on my iPad. Yeah. It sucks, you guys, I know. Also, she um does a lot with Noah Bombeck. So like everything yeah. that he does, like So he you... he is part I think he helped write the screenplay or something. Oh, Ladybird. Yeah, which I didn't like really. Again, like that. Booksmart. It tailored right to me and I didn't like that much. Um I love you... my Sir Sharon in though. Did you um like Marriage Story? I never saw it. I can't even believe you'd think I would see it. I'm not gonna oh. sit and watch Marriage Story. I have okay. zero interest. Okay. Scarjo and Adam Driver screaming at each other in like a dingy room. I'm good. 
my takeaway from marriage story was like, I really liked the movie, but I was like, I cannot believe that two humans who are married to each other can say these things to each other. They're so awful. And people were, were like, like yeah, Katie and no. Tom Schwartz. People were like, oh, yeah, no, you will get there. You'll say those things. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, awful, awful. Do so they end up together? In it? No. Should it? So it'll be a Netflix movies where they don't end up together. Category. Yeah. Laura Dern's her uh, divorce lawyer. She won the Oscar for Ray Liotta is his divorce lawyer. Oh, too soon. I love too both soon. of them. I know. Right, uh, Laura Dern won the Oscar that J Lo should have won for Hustlers. It was a what's it, a career Oscar. We love Laura did Dern. You, did you see Hustlers? Yes, on a plane. Oh, of course. Mainly because obviously I love J Lo, but because Lily Reinhardt's in it, and I love Lily Reinhardt <laughs> and Kiki Palmer. Oh, Kiki, Kiki for twenty president twenty twenty four. All right, you go. Um, Harrison Ford was recently on Conan O'Brien's podcast. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. And Harrison Ford is promoting the new Indiana Jones movie, which he said yes. he only did for money. He is just delightful. He's so funny. I was like, he's so funny in Shrinking, too, if you watch Shrinking. And I just feel like that is a lot of like who he actually is. And that's how he was on Conan. He was just so like acerbic and like biting and witty and just like made fun of Conan the whole time. And I was just like, love him. I would totally still have sex with Harrison Ford and he is 80 okay. years old. Um, so what I wanted to ask you is your superlative question is who's the oldest celebrity you think you'd have sex with? That is a great question. Because I also always think of Christopher Walken, who I wouldn't at this point, but he's also 80 and Harris. And, you know, now I feel like 40 is like 20 people are 40. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're so hot. And they seem so young. It makes me less scared about being old, even though I had like a, a freak out today of if I do go to grad school part-time and it takes four years, I'll be 37. Gross. But, um, sorry, Kayla. But, um... Gross, 37. Well, Captain Crunch didn't join the Navy until he was 55. And Harrison Ford was a carpenter until he was whatever. Um, what was I going to say? But I'm like, Harrison Ford, you're 80? Like, good for you. And as we know, Callista looks so good at, at Cannes. Callista knew what she was doing. Yeah, she played the long game. But he had a first wife with who he had babies with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she famous or a civilian? Um, I don't know if she's famous or a civilian. Yeah, so um, I know it might take you a minute, but if you could think of us, I, I, I'm not going to be able to give you an answer today. I'm going to have to think about this over the week, and we'll come back to it next. Would you week. have sex with Martin Sheen? No. Um, I would not have sex with this person, but I just found out that Christopher Lloyd is like an active Instagram person and he's on vacation right now and he's like having like a beautiful time and he's like very fashionable and like has a younger wife, meaning she's like 60. Do you think he posts though or like his team does? No, I. what team could he have? He's not like doing anything. He's doing like his 60 year old wife. His ki- Does he have kids? Yes, but like back to the future, like 90s cons, like he's a not- musical. He goes to see it. He's not involved in it. God. Uh, he was, um, Harrison Ford was married to Mary Marquette from 64 to 79. Don't know who that is. Then he was married to Melissa Matheson from 83 to 2004. I believe she's a, a an actress. Well, it's a long time. Yeah. And been married to Calista since 2010. Three wives. I don't know if I like that, Harrison. Well, you just want to have sex with him. You don't want to marry him. Yeah. No. I, oh, and that's what I also want to ask you. Um, if I had to pick my peak hottest Harrison Ford, I think I would pick Han Solo. But who not would what, you pick? Not Working when we watch Girl? Working Girl in my living room. No, that movie is trash. It's not trash. It's this whole podcast would be me talking about movies I don't like. It's a beautiful depiction of how disgusting Staten Island What's is. What's a worse movie, Cocktail or Working Girl? 
They are great movies. They're Don't both even... horrible. Nana is rolling right now. Listen to this in the car. She's Grow saying, up. She's, she's saying cocktail number one. Um, Terrible. They're so who, what's movies. yeah? What's your hottest Harrison Ford era or fictional character? I guess because some people say that movie I've never seen, and it's like a romance. Okay, can you give me more with Harrison Ford? Yeah. I think it was like post Star Wars. I want to say it starts with a W and it's like one word. Witness. Maybe, but that's not a romance, is it? I I'm thinking know. of fucking Unfaithful, but that's Richard Gere. Yeah. Um, but you like him in Morning Glory, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say Working Girl, he's at the hottest. And he's funny in it, too. He's, he's funny like- all the time. Yeah, Han Solo, I like love Star Wars. I've loved Star Wars all my life. Like you and I are on record going at midnight to the 2000s. No, this movies. is just based on looks. I know. Not the character. But, but I'm saying I don't think he's like hot as Han Solo. When you're crazy. I did it when I was a youth, but then when we rewatched all the original six Star Wars films before uh, the last, what was the Rise of Scott? No, what was the first one? Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Excuse me very much. Um, then I was like, mm, he's kind of hot. All right, I think he's hottest at working girl, and I'm gonna table hot older man I would have sex with, and I'm thinking about it. Could it could be a woman too. It could be a woman. Well, have then sex it's... with Meryl Streep. No. How old's Julianne Moore? I'd have sex with her. She's not that okay. old though. No. Okay, She's Supreme older Court. Older than thirty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Um, I just for our topic for the week. Um, you uh, know, current you... events. Current event. Julianne Moore, sixty-two. Get a girl. Are you abreast to what's going on with the recent Supreme Court decisions? All I know is that they overturned Biden's President Biden's loan forgiveness plan, or yeah, like but he's rejected coming up it. with another one. So we okay, might... nothing gonna happen. And that they that ruled Keaton Thompson. <laughs> they ruled that um, businesses can discriminate based on was it gender, sexual orientation, both the whole rigmarole, uh, the whole rigmarole. I think and, anything but race you can discriminate now. And then other things. What else happened? Other things. Yeah. Um, what else did that old Supreme Court get up to? Affirmative action doesn't exist anymore. So Can you remind me of what affirmative action is. Yes. So affirmative action means when someone applies to college, the admissions officers look at all the applicants and they say, "Okay, I have to have a certain amount of these minorities because we want to." Um, raise up these minorities and have diversity in our college um, and give them more of an equal opportunity that they haven't had before. Correct. Correct. And now the court says, nah, you don't need to do that. So the tricky thing now for schools, which I was reading was they want to have diversity and they want to, they liberal colleges want to help, you know, disadvantaged minorities and disadvantaged communities by uh, accepting kids into school. But then are they going to get sued from other kids who don't get in that say, hey, you can't consider race, you know, background minority because the Supreme Court says you can't. So they have to walk such a fine line when they accept kids now because they could get sued out the yin yang for kids who say you consider it affirmative action. You know, that's not allowed. But is that like already officially in place now? What you, like the like, Supreme Court overturning it? Yeah. Like this is a fact of law as of today. Yes. And this always happens. Wouldn't it take like, a while for them to get through the paperwork of like, you know? No. 
they well these cases are heard like months ago and then the supreme court issued decisions and they Harrison Ford's and Sabrina yes not the teenage witch another movie no but oh but not Audrey Hepburn no 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 no. that sounds like what okay sorry he he was a carpenter then Um, me too um I forget what I was saying um supreme court laws like go into place right away but I was like doesn't it take a while for things to happen but this is what so they hear the curses, the cases earlier in the year, and then they wait till the end of the summer to release the decisions because then they all go on vacation and they don't have to deal with it. And they yeah. all get you know paid to go on vacation, except for Jackson and Sotomayor and Kagan and the good guys. Yeah. Uh, like it's been a year since um, Dodd, Dobbs, the Dobbs decision was made reversing Roe v. Wade. Yeah, yeah. Because it happened last summer at the end of the summer. So but again, these- isn't that now like there's federal protection though? president biden put into place also aren't things decided on a state level can't massachusetts say we still want to do affirmative action how does that work yes yes so i was reading about hipaa today and it was like if your state has stricter stricter compliance laws you have to go with the state first but if hipaa overall um nationwide has stricter laws you have to go with that and i was yeah. like okay interesting honestly i'm not prepared to talk about the federal and state level abortion laws right now well um, you brought I- it up no, I just wanted to ask you if you were aware of the recent decision. So no, but yes. like I don't even get what it means. Like I know it's fucking trash, and I hate that these people are in charge, and I don't agree with any of these decisions. But like, so affirmative action we don't need to do anymore. Businesses can discriminate on the basis of of um, sexual orientation, which that's is the most sucked up. Yeah, shit. yeah. Imagine that's like separate but equal water fountains. Like it's disgusting. Like private businesses can do this. I don't what water fountains. So. Back in the 50s, there was a civil rights movement because segregation meant that white people never heard of it drink out of water fountains and black people could drink out of other water fountains. Right, right, and right. there was there was these um, freedom riders who would go to businesses in the South and, and sit in their businesses. And Hillary the people, Swank. No. And and white people kicked them out of their business for being black. And that what led to decisions and court cases that says you can't private businesses can't discriminate on the basis of race like in remember the titans when they say you boys can yeah. eat around the back yeah yep. but now they're saying that a website can not choose to make a gay couple's wedding website because... Wait, did you read the thing though the woman who but claimed it... that it wasn't even actually real yeah no this is also stupid i know yeah why does everyone get to put their religion wherever the fuck they want like it makes no fucking sense you know they couldn't but then we Donald Trump packed the court with conservative no. justices. Hil- Hillary said that he would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Great country. Talk, talk to me about Heidi Montuck. Oh my god, it's so stupid. I can't believe we're going to talk about from civil rights to this. It's not even like a news thing. It's just something I wanted to tell you. So I started a new job today, as many people know. Thank you. Um. <laughs> All I could think of all of last night and this morning was, do you remember in season one of The Hills when Heidi drops out of school and starts working at Brett Boldhouse Productions? Boldhouse Productions. <laughs> There's an episode about how she's like, I thought this job would be more fun. And I'm just like getting coffees for people, making copies. They show her at the end of the day on her Outlook calendar. Putting <laughs> from nine to five every day work and copying it to her whole calendar so she's like physically just putting out that well it was like nine to twelve work twelve to one lunch twelve to five work and she puts it every day and is like 
<sighs> and then it ends, you know, and we're like, next time on the hills. And I just always am crying, laughing, like the way that MTV needed like to show us about work. Yeah, and that no, that like this is her trauma, and that her life now is over. She has to work, and she has to physically like she didn't know yet nine to five Monday through Friday. She had work. She had to put that on her fucking calendar. So all I could think of this morning is like, what if I'm on a Zoom with my new boss, sharing my screen, and I just put like I have on my calendar like <laughs> nine to twelve work, twelve to one lunch, twelve to five work every day for the rest of time she'd be like what just like oh i gotta tell jill that later because i just always think of Heidi Montag doing that oh and it just kills me god what a show okay go to your pet peeve okay so a shout out to um our friend marissa who said she misses my pet peeves and i have a couple my biggest one and i've talked about this before weary and wary are two different words one has an e in it Weary means you're tired. You're very tired. I'm weary. It could be like you carried a milk crate all day. So now you're a weary. watermelon. Yeah. Weary means you're like nervous about something. You're like suspicious, maybe. Very smart people. And then dumb people like Tom Schwartz all the time misuse these and say, well, it's OK to be weary of new situations. OK to be weary of that person who has a rap sheet. You're tired. You're wary of them. You're not weary of them. Fucking look it up. It drives me crazy. This sounds like a Jill McGrath pet peeve. It gets me. So I have a couple word ones like this, but this one like, it just comes up all the time. It drives me crazy. Because of Tom Schwartz. Yes. Two, this is a me thing. People are, I'll probably get hate for this. Ice cream shops. Stop with your fucking blueberry pie ice cream and raspberry raisin chocolate what happened to chocolate and vanilla and vanilla fudge <laughs> swirl? They're going crazy with all these ice creams. I, I'm not get off my lawn, old man. But it's just like someone. T- I'm waiting for my ice cream today. Blueberry pie. What does blueberry pie ice cream even taste like? Do we need it? It probably tastes like dick. But I can't get vanilla fudge swirl fucking anywhere, which is just vanilla with some chocolate in it, because we had to make room for your fucking. It's not even rum raisin. I can't even. Blair, just... turn it off. Turn there it was off one pop. called Crunchosaurus. And I'm like, that could be good. Maybe it's like chocolate with crunch bar on it. It was blue. I didn't even ask what it was because it looked like toothpaste. Bring back the old ice cream flavors. And my last one is obviously I have a lot of problems with New England and bagels in general. But the places that do have bagels, even Dunkin' Donuts, don't have a fucking poppy seed bagel. What do we have against poppy seed bagels? Do you really think it's going to come up positive in your it's drug opioids. test? Yep, it's opioids. Well, why care, can everywhere else in the country have them? Well, not everywhere else, but New York. I'm sick of it. Give me my poppy seed bagels. Give me my vanilla fudge swirl ice cream. I can have to move back to South Island. Okay. Yeah. Marissa, New York Post for July 3rd, 2013. Is it about Aaron Hernandez? No. Kids okay. get bulk of Tony's 70 million. Loving dad, James Gandolfini, spread the wealth in his will, but left the lion's share of his 70 million. What is that word? I don't know. 70 million to his he son. He can't even read. Michael. I can't even read. It's too small. Okay. I, what's the headline? Can you read the first sentence again? Loving dad, James Gandolfini, spread the wealth in his will, but left the lion's share of his 70 million. No, before that, it said something for Tony. Kids get bulk of Tony's 70 million. Youngest son Michael gets all the money. The good father. Oh. I was that was I was just talking out loud. That wasn't my guess, but that's oh, fine. Sorry. I would never would have gotten it anyway. 
Also, the top story is about Terra Amand U.S. hookers. I guess like Afghanistan Al Qaeda guys getting U.S. hookers, and okay. the headline the headline is Ho Qaeda. Oh my Ho- god! <laughs> Will this podcast even air? <laughs> We're so inappropriate. Oh my god, Jill! I did something I said I'd never do. I mentioned our podcast in a job interview, and the guy wrote down the name, and I was no. like, "I said I was like, it's not suitable for work." And he was like, that's right. okay. No, but this was like, he was chill AF. I could tell. And he asked, I hate when people just said, they're like, what do you just is, describe? Is this, the, is this the current job? Yeah, a person there. <laughs> Jeez. I think. Yeah. I don't know. All those interviews, but together. Right. But well, don't read the New York Post because you'll read Hokeda on the yeah. front but page. But I'm sure if we had, also, there are multiple good, not great podcasts out there. Hopefully, don't get sued. But I'm trying to, ours got to rise in the SEO ranks. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I was like, I was like, unless you care about Tom Sandoval, I wouldn't listen to this podcast. Ay, ay, ay. But I never say like my name and you can't Google like, you know, it's whatever. I think I said your full name or my full no, name. No, we have. But if you Google our names, it's like you can't find it. You know what I mean? All right. Give me my bacon. OK, so I was going to make your Kevin Bacon, Kyle Richards, but that would basically just be Jamie Lee Curtis. So I'm just, which we might have done before when we were talking about everything all at once, but I don't think so. You have I, to write these down, Ryan. I, I did have a spreadsheet originally because, you know, I'm a program manager, but uh, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Go to town. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Would you fuck her? How old is she? I don't know. I'd uh, fuck me. <laughs> so Jamie Lee Curtis is uh, like a Chicago housewife-ish in, in the bear. Okay. And she's an alcoholic. And Does she know Uncle Buck? I don't know. And so the flashback episode was like from years ago, but then they show her present day. And like she, I told you she wasn't dead. Remember you yeah, said I their know. mom is dead. I didn't know. Yeah. And she shows up and she has like a fresh dye job. And I'm like, could be an alcoholic. Still gets her hair done. Yeah. Priorities. 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 Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin. All right. I got to think. I got to think. And I can't um, find this Harrison Ford movie I was talking about before. Maybe it was just The Fugitive. The wit- Witness, I said. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, now they're going to have fireworks for days. This always happens days, over here. Days. Yeah, days. Lock them up, Supreme Court. Maybe you should work on that. Okay. Can I get a witness? There's a plane going by because I live so close to the airport. You live so close to the airport. Oh God, maybe we should always do pods at nine o'clock. <laughs> They're so silly. I'm thinking of Knives Out because there's a lot of people. Oh, my that. God. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there's so many people in that. You know, when I think of Jamie Lee Curtis, what do I think of? Freaky Friday. Yeah. Who's her husband in that? Some guy. Okay. Ryan. So Tony Collette's in... Knives Out. Knives Out. And I'm trying to think, because obviously she's in The Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis. Now, can I get Bruce Willis to Kevin Bacon? I'm sure I can. I don't know. Can I mean, we, he, you know, Bruce Willis was in Armageddon with Ben Affleck, and we did Ben Affleck with the town John Ham last week. So I'm sure there's a way to do that. But I don't know, Ryan. This is going to take a little bit. What is TMDB? I don't know. Theater, like the movie database. Get the fuck out of my face. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis is also in True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, look 
too. Is she in a fish called Wanda? Yes. Yeah. With Kevin Klein. I don't really know who's in that. I just remember talking them talking about an I love the nineties, sorry. Or eighties. It's it's taken me a while. Yeah, it took me a while. I somehow did it, but I don't it took me like ten people. I forget what it was. Ten people. I don't remember the exact number. I was like laying in bed trying to sleep. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's okay. Jamie Lee Curtis and Kevin Bacon have been in two films together. They were in the 1991 movie Queen's Logic. A group of lifelong friends meet again in Queens for Ray, Ken Owens, bachelor party and wedding. And they were in a movie called Eight. It's a 2021 pl- movie that was based on a play. Oh, no. 2012. New play by... Dustin Lance Black. Top build cast is Kevin Bacon, Matt Bomer, George Clooney, Chris Colfer, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Jane Lynch. What movie is this? Say it again. Eight. The number eight. Well, it's about Proposition Eight in California. The um So is that a real movie or is that yeah, it's not a documentary. It is a real movie, yeah. So they're zero degrees. They're between them. They've been in two films together. We just didn't know them. All right. Well, there you are. I've screwed it up. Sorry. What time do you usually go to bed? Nine o'clock. Uh oh. Sorry. No, I'm kidding. I go upstairs to my bed at nine o'clock. If you think I fall asleep at nine o'clock, you don't know me. I do. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to go walk this sleeping dog and then edit this podcast while I shower. Apologies to my big fans that I performed so poorly on uh, JB Lee Curtis. Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't expect you to know those two films, but you should be able to get there quicker. Come on. I, I need to think. I was That was very short. Yeah, and you can't even think of an old hot man that you're attracted to. I can think <laughs> of like five. You know who I'd fuck to? Dennis Quaid is here. Come on, Joe. Dennis Quaid. He's not. There he's I, probably also 62. There I am. But I think he's a bad guy. IRL. Allegedly. I would like to get him on the nose with Nicholas Parker. Just kidding. I don't like wine. Okay, Ryan. Okay. I hope you have a lovely rest of your evening. Yeah, you too. Enjoy See your you remaining then. years. Bye. See you then. See you then.